Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Fenster's Funky Sevens. My name is Fenster. The idea behind this podcast is that I am a record collector. I have a large collection of 7-inch singles. So each episode I take 7 of those 7-inch singles and rearrange them under some kind of theme or genre. So the theme of this episode is the electronic dance music that was made in Europe in 1977. <laughs> Back in Fenster's Funky Sevens episode 3, we looked at the house band of Philadelphia International Records, MFSB, and the drummer Earl Young, who introduced the four-to-the-floor disco beat that is so fundamental to modern music. This beat was first heard in the Harold Melvin and the Blue Note song, The Love I Lost, and was quickly adopted by other musicians. So here's Motown producer Norman Whitfield using it on The Temptations' Law of the Land in This solid metronomic beat quickly became a staple in black music and a great example of it is Paddy Joe's Make Me Believe In You from 1973 which incidentally was written by Curtis Mayfield. Fenster's Funky Sevens episode 2, we looked at a timeline of the introduction of electronic elements into popular music, and we ended that episode with Timmy Thomas's Why Can't We Live Together from 1972. This was the first major hit to feature a drum machine, and that exact drum machine, which is a Roland TR-77, was used to score another huge worldwide success for George McRae with Rock Your Baby in 1974.
electronic music continued to develop throughout the 70s, often with weighty conceptual ideas behind it. A great example of this is Germany's Kraftwerk and their attempts to meld man and machine together. This is Autobahn from 1974. Another producer with lofty ideas was Frenchman Jean-Michel Jarre and his high-concept musical suite Oxygen in 1976. England's Brian Eno did a lot of interesting work in the 70s with electronic music, both solo and as part of Roxy Music. And here is his track Varsava from David Bowie's Low album, which was recorded in Berlin and released in 1977. Uh, this track is supposed to re reflect the bleakness that Bowie felt as he took a train journey through Poland with Iggy Pop. But in 1977, thanks to some advances in technology, particularly the ARP sequencer, a machine that made it possible for synths to communicate with each other so that they could play in time and in sequence, uh, producers were able to take the icy electronics of the Europeans and add them to the grooves of the black Americans and put some funk in the machine. Let's start off with one of the big guns. Donna Summer was an American soul and gospel singer who found herself in Germany in the late 60s with a traveling production of the musical Hair. It's there that she met producer Giorgio Moroder and his musical partner Pete Bellotti. Together the three of them created what is widely regarded as the most important electronic dance music tune of all time, I Feel Love. 
Everything about this track says the future. Still today, it sounds like the future. The entire track was electronic, mostly made with a Moog synthesizer, except for Donna's soaring vocals, which she recorded in one take, and the kick drum, which was played by Europe's answer to Earl Young, session drummer Keith Forsey. I Feel Love is truly an astounding composition and its influence on the next 50 years of dance music can never be understated. There's an interesting story from Nicky Ciano, the New York DJ who ran the club called The Gallery. He was DJing one night and a promo rep from Donna Summer's record label came into the club with a copy of I Feel Love. Uh, Ciano put it on immediately and was absolutely blown away and the dance floor was blown away by this song. And they all seemed to realize that how important this was. Unfortunately for Nicky Ciano, the rep only had one copy which he was bringing around to various discos. So Nicky wasn't allowed to keep that copy. And he got so furious that the rep was banned from the gallery for the next four years. This is I Feel Love by Donna Summer from 1977.
Another Giorgio Moroder tune from 1977 is the B-side to his own chart hit, From Here to Eternity. To me, this has a snaky, hypnotic techno groove. The opening to this track wouldn't sound out of place on an Underworld album from the early 90s. This is Utopia from Giorgio Moroder. I don't want to go around accusing anybody of anything, but French producer Marc Cerrone either had colossal amounts of self-confidence or colossal amounts of cocaine. He pitched himself as the ultimate love machine and sex god. 
All his album covers contain photos of him draped with naked women, and his breakout hit from 1976, Love in C Minor, is about him simultaneously pleasuring three women. He's you. Susie, he's looking at you. Oh, <clears throat> is he? Oh, great. Uh-huh. Well, you're on for tonight. Oh, yeah, seems like it. Uh-huh. Oh, wow, look at him, look at him. <laughs> Along with the horniness, cocaine can also inspire some wild concepts like agricultural pollutants seeping through the earth to create a race of mutant animals which rise up to exact their revenge on humanity. So whether it's the cocaine or the confidence or the fact that he's just French, uh, we can forgive Sarone because no one has ever made the machines groove like he did on 1977's Supernature.
This French group started out as a guitar band, but an obsession with disco, electronic instruments and science fiction saw them switch to producing dance music. They came up with a gimmick of wearing futuristic helmets on stage to hide their identities. Daft Punk released their debut album Homework in 1997 to both critical and commercial acclaim. Oh, sorry, excuse me, I'm reading the wrong notes here, let me start that again. This French group started out as a guitar band, but with an obsession with disco, electronic instruments and science fiction saw them switch to producing dance music. They came up with a gimmick of wearing futuristic helmets on stage to hide their identities. Space released their debut album Magic Fly in 1977. Here's the title track, Magic Fly.
Luisa Fernandez is a Spanish singer whose family moved to Germany when she was a child. At age 16, she won a talent contest and was teamed up with producer David Parker and they scored themselves a decent hit around Europe with the song Lay Love On You. This is a nice enough pop disco ditty with some interesting synth flourishes, but what really grabbed my attention was the drums. As the young people say, Louisa, you didn't have to go so hard. These are some pounding techno drums. These drums sound like a 909 drum machine. These drums sound like something Sven Veit would start a headline set in The Omen in Frankfurt in 1993 with. Somebody should sample these drums and use them as a base for a podcast team. Here's Luisa Fernandez, Lay Love On You.
Heatwave is a little bit like Donna Summers. Ohio-based funketeer Johnny Wilder Jr. was in Europe serving with the US military, and upon his discharge he hooked up with English songwriter and musician Rod Temperton, and they made some extremely groovy music together. The song Groove Line was from their 1977 Central Heating album. This tune has an undefinable funk to it. This elastic slinky synth bass is so similar to the sounds of dozens of new school breaks 12 inches I bought in the mid 2000s. Have a listen. Although the song has different parts, its beat and groove are still very linear, very much like the house and techno of the 90s. Rod Temperton went on to become a funk, disco and pop songwriting powerhouse. His credits include Rock With You and Thriller for Michael Jackson, Stomp by the Brothers Johnson, and three songs that featured in episode 6 of Fenster's Funky Sevens, the Yacht Rock episode, Gimme The Night by George Benson, Do You Love Me by Paddy Austin, and Yamo Be There by James Ingram. This is The Groove Line by Heatwave from 1977.
The genre of electro was invented in 1982 when DJ Africa Bambada and producer Arthur Baker got together to try to create an electronic version of hip-hop. They got an 808 drum machine and recreated the drum beat from Kraftwerk's numbers. And they used the Micro Moog and Prophet 5 synths to recreate the melody of Kraftwerk's Trans Europe Express. And they used the sound that was going to become a quintessential marker of the 1980s, the Orc 5 orchestral stab from Stravinsky's Firebird Suite, which was a preset on the Fairlight CMI. You'll easily recognize this sound. They put them all together with some rhymes from rappers, the Soul Sonic Force, and Planet Rock, one of the most important tunes in the history of black music, was born. Six years previously, in 1976, Cat Stevens, who later became known as Yusuf Islam, the English folk rocker, was in the studio in Copenhagen working on his 10th studio album, Is It So?, which contains some very typical Cat Stevens type songs like this one, Child for a Day. I was a child who ran full of laughter. I was a child who live for today my eyes full of sunshine but nestled among these pretty and mild songs was a future funk electro masterpiece that would go on to inspire a generation of music makers was dog a donut
This tune was the result of Cat and his production partners just dicking about in the studio. They used an ARP sequencer, which contained the sound of a dog barking, and created tape loops, including looped drums which were played by Cat himself. The track became a staple of hip-hop sets and dance floors in New York, Chicago and Detroit, and it was a signature tune of our friend from Fenster Funky 7 Episode 6, John Jellybean Benitez, who recorded his own version in 1984. Just like I Feel Love wasn't house or techno, was Dog a Donut wasn't electro, but you can't discount how much of an influence it had on shaping the electronic music to come. Here's some of the Jellybean version. Thank you for making it through to the end of episode 9 of Fenster's Funky 7s. If you'd like to get in touch, please do. Tell me what your favourite song from 1977 is. Tell me about all the funky and groovy electronic music from earlier in the 70s that I forgot. You can email the podcast on fensterdj at gmail.com or you can look at at fensterdj on Twitter or on Instagram. Uh, that's all for this episode. Take care and bye bye.